0: Chase Young takes a few shots on his way out at Commander's culture, at coaches, and players. And is Sam Howell officially the man? Is it over? we got to stop talking about if he's the guy or not. We'll have that and more here in your Daily Commander's Update for 7 November. Let's go. <music> Greetings and salutations. Welcome to your Daily Commander's Update here on Ref the District. I am the stoner. We are a proud member of the Believe Network. It is Tuesday, 7 November. We're going to talk a little bit about the culture here in Washington, talk about some Sam Howell. Look back at some snap counts before it's time to turn our attention to Seattle and the Patriots. So let's talk a little bit first before we get going about you as our supporters. We appreciate you every time. Man, you guys have really been showing out lately, hitting those like buttons, hitting those subscribe buttons, notifications. Again, if you're on audio, Make sure you leave a rating and review on wherever you get your podcasts, on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Google Podcasts, all those great places. We appreciate all of you doing so. And, look, it's an exciting week here. You're coming off a win. That's always a great thing here in Washington. We don't get too many of those. And so uh, today's a day off. Victory Monday and Victory Tuesday. Jonathan Allen spoke it into existence, and Coach Agreed gave him off yesterday. Gave them off today, and then they'll get back to work starting on Wednesday. So that that's that's pretty awesome. But you know, they got to go out to Seattle and play a Seahawks team who lost 37 to 3, I think it was, to the Ravens. They're a little bit pissed off. I bet they're going to be ready to go on Sunday. And you know what else? Speaking of betting, the last of the major pro sports leagues is off and rolling, and college basketball is ready to go as well. Bet Online remains your top spot for all your live action. Live betting actions and contests, NFL, college football, UFC, NHL, NBA, all in full swing. Bet Online is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. All the hoops betting action, along with every sport available at your fingertips with both test desktop and mobile access at any time. Head to the Bet Online uh, today to the app and remember to use our promo code BELIEVE for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. B-L-E-A-V, bet online where the game starts. I could not have possibly stumbled anymore reading that ad here. And again, if you use that ad, 50% off is is not insignificant. I'm not 50% off, 50% uh, deposit bonus, welcome bonus. So if you deposit $1,000, they're going to deposit 500. And all of a sudden you've got 500 bucks to play with, so. Uh, i'd do it but let's let's get to today's um stuff that we want to talk about first let's let's kind of close the book on chase we can't uh we can't have a daily commander's update without talking about his press conference yesterday where you know he took a few shots on his way out uh, that's understandable look there's a reason uh he was traded for a third rounder and we all know that reason but uh some of these shots that he took man i was a little i was a little uh offended, maybe a little bit, on his reaction to the trade. Let's first talk about this. He says, nah, honestly, I got everything off social media, just like you guys. I was just playing my game, and it happened. Now, as Bucket here, Bucket underscore WFT fan says here on Twitter, he has the same agent as Montez Sweat, and Sweat said he heard it from his agent. So the agent told Sweat but didn't tell Chase. I mean, look. There could be some semantics in there. I'm sure Chase knew it was going to happen, and he was just waiting for the final piece to be put in place before he was told, and then it was all over social media. And look, these guys are so plugged in, these, these national guys, the Rappaports, the Schefters and all of them. They know these agents, or they know the guys in the front office. As soon as that deal's done, they know, and they're putting it out there. So is there a chance that he found out about on social media Yeah. But you know what? He knew it was coming at that point. He knew it was coming. So that's a little bit disingenuous to say, oh, I didn't know I heard from social media and I don't think he meant it the way I just said it, you know, very kind of mean spirited, but, uh, but sure he's, um, he may have found out through social media, but he had to know that it was coming. Now, look, then he took a couple of shots here at, uh, at at the commanders and the culture in Washington, And somebody asked him on how he can tell the difference uh, in the culture so soon. He was like, just the players, the spirit in the locker room, the spirit of the coaches, you know, it's different. You know what I'm saying? Uh, And then he goes on to talk about um, Ohio State and how it was there. He says, these are grown men. I'm just excited to be blessed with the opportunity to be with this franchise. All right, look, that's taking some shots. You can call it what you want, and I'm not trying to – bring chase down. Look, he was a number two overall pick. We were all big fans. But he's he's kind of saying that that in Washington, the coaches and the players are not don't have a winning attitude. Well, let me just say this. One parting shot for Chase Young. Chase Young, you were a captain here for 2 years. Your rookie year, you were a captain, and your second year, you were a captain of this team. And I could be getting that wrong if you if I got the exact time frame let me know. But he was a captain. Maybe it was just his second year. You set the culture, Chase, as a captain, as a leader. And if you set the culture and the culture isn't good, look in the mirror, pal. Let's move on because I don't want to get into this whole Chase thing. But let's let's look uh, farther on down what's going. Sam Howell. Sam Howell has been awesome the last two weeks. Great the last five weeks and pretty darn good in his 10 starts in the NFL so far. You start comparing his numbers, his 10 starts, not just to the guys this year, but let's start comparing him to history. Start comparing him to the Kirk Cousins. Say what you want. I'm just throwing it out there. He's been a good quarterback. The Kirk Cousins of the world. The Joe Burrows of the world. And their 10 starts. Go look at Jalen Hurts' first 10 starts. You can be like, whoa. There's something there with Sam Howell. And we're all starting to see that. And if he can stay healthy and if he can continue to get good coaching, which it seems he is, especially the last few weeks, the race for, not the race, but the the search for a franchise quarterback could be over. I'm not yet ready to say it is over, but it's by far as close as it's ever been. And we've got some tough games against some tough defenses coming up. Seattle can actually be run on pretty fairly easily, but they're always a tough out there in Seattle. You got the San Francisco defense, you got the Dallas defense. So you've got some tough defenses coming up here in the last eight games of the season. In which, by the way, I can't believe we're already more than halfway through this season. Where has the time gone? But let's talk a little bit more about Sam And This is from JP Finley and JP Finley says, a live look at Sam Howell versus some recent first rounders, just first rounders, Zach Wilson, Mac Jones, Daniel Jones, Kenny Pickett, Trey Lance, and I'll even throw in Justin Fields in there. The question is, is Sam Howell have a higher upside or maybe even right now, is he better than all of these guys? Right now he is. He may not have as much upside as say a Justin Fields, but all those other guys, you're gonna tell me, not being a homer, but you're gonna tell me you would take him, you wouldn't take him over Mac Jones. You saw Mac Jones last week. Woof. So I'm just saying that Sam Howell may be the guy or getting really close to making that decision. Here's the big issue with Sam Howell going forward. What happens if Eric Biennemi does not stay on? And there's a probably a greater than 75% chance that Eric B will not be here next year. That's just my opinion. That's uh, on whether or not he's going to be here. I'm not saying whether or not he should be here, but if he's not going to be here, you think about, he had his last year in college. He had the North Carolina offense. His first year in the NFL, he had Scott Turner's offense. His second year in the NFL, he had Eric B offense. His third year in the NFL, he could possibly have another offense to learn. He's a smart kid. He understands football very well. He's the son of a coach. So he's been around football his whole life. That's not saying he can't pick it up. But if you want to say Eric Biennium gave him a new offense and he struggled early to kind of perfect it, and maybe now he's got it, that's what you're looking at. You're looking at time for him to develop even more. So that's just a wrinkle in the whole thing on on the end of the year, what's it going to look like in terms of what the owners are going to do, in terms of head coach, offensive coordinator, and Sam Howell. I mean, this this whole regime could just say, you know what, we're cleaning house. We don't even want that quarterback. We want the the new GM and the new coach to come in and choose their quarterback. So just keep things like that in mind because, uh, uh, because it's all coming to a head. Eight weeks from now, nine weeks from now, if you count the bye week, it's going to be interesting to see what's going to, uh, uh, you know, what's going to happen at the end of the year with these guys, with the coaches, with the owners, with the GM, with the quarterback. Playoffs, no playoffs, draft picks, all that's going to be super interesting. All right, so last little bit of word on this past week with the Patriots. I love looking at snap counts uh, because snap counts kind of tell you the faith that the coaches have and what they're planning on doing or what they planned on doing during that game. So against New England, here's the offensive snap counts. Of course, you had your five offensive linemen and your quarterback all have 100% of the snaps. Um, So that's obviously a a real nice consistency that they've had there. Um, Your receivers are all playing big numbers and everything. And then you got – I like looking at the guys at the bottom and see if maybe they should get more. Cole Turner had four snaps. Four snaps. Remember last week, I think it was last week, maybe it was a week before, He was, I think it was a week before against the Giants. He didn't even dress for the game. He was in, uh, inactive. So that's kind of what the coaches think of of Cole Turner right now, and it's probably going to be because of his blocking. John Bates is a better blocker. Logan Thomas is a better blocker. You can't block your liability at this time. So that's probably why he only got four plays. Armagh is being listed as 10. Um, I like Arma. Uh, if you see our other um video we just posted uh earlier today about his nine snaps that uh that we found, uh, Byron Ping- Pringle had 18 snaps and he made the most of those, he was really good on Sunday. And then uh, Crowder had 37 snaps, based mostly in place of uh Curtis Samuel. Crowder and uh, De'Ami Brown seemed to. Um, make up those spots. So that's the offensive snap counts. And then let me go real quick to the defensive snap counts. Sorry, it might be a little small for you to see. It's small for me to see. Uh, but again, you got you got your guys at the top who are pretty much always going to play 100%. And that's Percy Butler, uh, Jamin Davis, Cam Curl, Kendall Fuller, and then Benjamin St. Juiced are all going to play 100%. Then you go, kind of go towards the bottom. Again, if you look at KJ Henry he had nine snaps, he made the most of those nine snaps. And that's you know, that, that sack was a sack and he only had nine snaps and he was in on that last play. Um, when they got the interception, KJ Henry and Andre Jones Jr. Who had 14 snaps. He was in there on that as well. One interesting that you notice on there is Danny Johnson who's at the very bottom. He didn't get one snap because Emmanuel Forbes was in there for 70. What is that? 79%, 75. Sorry. I can't read it. Um, of the snaps. And when he wasn't in there, it was usually because they had an extra safety or an extra linebacker. We saw a lot of four, three, We saw a lot of Hudson Mayo Dame Davis in the game for certain parts uh, to stop that run. So uh, look, we'll see what happens going forward. I just thought it was really interesting that um, some of these changes with those snap counts, Danny Johnson, who really proved himself, uh, found himself on the outside looking in this week as Emmanuel Forbes took most of those, Snaps at corner when needed. So that will wrap up uh, today's uh, Daily Commanders update. Again, we appreciate everybody. Check out all the stuff we're doing on our channel. We're putting out a lot of great stuff, some film work. You guys have responded really well to the film work we're putting out. Don't forget, tomorrow night, live, 730. Make sure you're there uh, on our flagship program Thursday. Again, we'll have another Daily Commanders update with Nathan Friday, Uh, Another daily commanders update, but Saturday, our game preview for the Seahawks is going to be awesome. Former Seahawks player Lofa Tatupu is going to be joining us for our game preview. That's going to be awesome. I remember watching him and loved watching him play. And so that's going to be exciting to watch him hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. If you're listening on audio, make sure you hit a rating and review for us. We really appreciate all of you. And until next time, this has been uh, sponsored by Bet Online. Until next time, be a fan.